It's a great idea. Ooh, music and singing and songs. Ah. Good crack. Good cracks. Beer's mandatory. Uh, episode 21. Lucky number 21. 21. Akib Talib. Ooh. On Denver. Taking Taylor's thing. You're saying On the player Denver. after the number. I think we should all do that. Yeah, we should probably keep that tradition going. I think we're going to do it. Yeah, I think, I think so. we're dove right it's into done. it. Set hey, a little ode to Taylor. As if there weren't enough already. Yeah. This Taylor. <laughs> we miss you, Taylor. The blow up doll is installed. Yeah, exactly. What was that? <laughs> No, it's okay. Just no, don't worry about no. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of crack, uh, I had a very fun morning. Yeah, tell um, the folks about this situation. Yeah, yeah. So how's everyone doing? Good, I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I do care. And that's what makes us different. Is we, we care. Um, but so part of my job is I need to meet with uh, basically clients in an employment center. So I sort of help them if they have questions about uh, post-secondary and stuff like that. Um, where do we live? I don't know. Where do I work? We'll never know. I don't know. I don't we'll never know. know. Uh, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Go Tarheels. Uh LSD Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you. I hope you're laughing right now, Thad. Future Thad. I hope you're enjoying this. Um, anyways, so I had two clients. Both of them bailed, and then the first client showed up about an hour and forty minutes late, uh, and he was tweaking. He was definitely high on something. Like he Not was sure what? Yeah, crack. Like at least crack. Some like, form of stimulant. Yeah, bare minimum. <laughs> bare minimum crack. Uh, and he was just tweaking, like going spazzing all over the place, rubbing his arms, doing his hair, and like, it just like it was kind of sad. Like you know, this is sort of the the state of this of is our what society. you have become. Yeah, right. Like to think someone has become that. And like, there's something in there. Obviously, you're interested in coming back to a post-secondary institute, right? But you just don't have the mental capacity or physical ability right now. It's like it's like bubbles. You know he means well, and you yeah. want him to get clean, but he just never does. He's at least he hasn't yet for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bubbles from the wire. Yeah, I thought you were talking. I know. I, right after I, I realized, I thought you were talking. You thought I was. I was shocked. Shocked. Course. I was like, look, man, he's doing okay. No, bubs. Bubs. Yeah, bubs. Yeah. bubs from the wire. Yeah, right, we're gonna dive into the wire. <laughs> Nick is drinking uh, Freedom Thirty Five. Freedom 35 Lager. The Trailer Park Boys Lager. Nick, do you want to give a quick review of Freedom 35? Sure. Let me just uh, take a quick swig. Mm. Swig away. Mm. Yep. Decent lager. Pairs well with uh, hockey, pepperoni, and good buddies. We got two or three. <laughs> it's hockey. And good I buddies. literally just read the tasting notes. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> no, it's, so, it's good. It's got a bit of a bite to it, but it's pretty easy going. Much like the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Anyways. It would um, go good with pepperoni, though, I think. Should we get some? Definitely. Lauren's a vegetarian, so I don't get like sticks of cocks of pepperoni in my house anymore. Um, yeah, Bubbles. Great man. He yeah. goes through a good story in season three and four. You know what I mean though? You want him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah He's yeah. cool. Like you want him to get clean. McNutty? Yeah. Uh, he says McNutty. I just like how he has a good relationship with, with them. So. Yeah, snitching bubs. Yeah. But, all, but even people on the street like him. Even like, Omar like, likes him and everything. Even his messed up buddy. Uh, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he's like, come on, man. Yeah. Figure it out. Figure it out, bud. Um, man, the wires a fantastic show. It's Actually, good. we we've talked about like just doing a wire podcast. Yeah, it um, may be a side project. Like no one talks about that show. No, nearly one. enough, except me <laughs> and now Nick and, and we could call John in. And John Richard, actually, oddly enough, was texting me earlier. He's like, "Yo, you finished season two of the wire already, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, why?" I'm like, "I haven't started season three though because I didn't want him to drop any." Don't spoilers. spoil shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, "What did you think of Omar's court scene?" And I was like. 
I just made me realize he's more of a gangster than I thought. Yeah. I was like, it's without a doubt. I that's like the top scene in television for me. It's just ever. like it's classic Omar. And then yeah. like, <laughs> I was said to John, I'm like, why are you rewatching it or something? Just got to season two. He's like. No, I was just randomly thinking about it today. Because yeah. <laughs> it's that good of a scene. Yeah. I think we should show that to everyone. And, like, you can appreciate that not watching I don't the show. know if there's anyone out there that would dislike Omar as a character. Oh, he's a brilliant character. Gay and a gangster. He's my favorite. I know he's John's favorite. I don't know if he's your favorite. He's up there, man. There's... I'm a big Avon fan. Yeah, no, I'm I like Avon, Avon, too. I'm a big Avon fan. I, I don't like... I like Stringer, but I don't like Stringer. I yeah. mean... It is what it is. You're at the top, but... Yeah. No, I like Avon. I'm an Avon fan. Omar's great, but man, Jay Landsman, the white, the fat white cop. Yeah, he's hilarious. Jay Landsman he's is hilarious. amazing, yeah. He's the one who's always beefing with McNulty and stuff. Uh, more so, like, they're always, like... But they're, like, buddies. They're like, buddies, yeah, but they joke around yeah, with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, give each other yeah, a hard time. He's, like, the big fat guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's great. Um, So we did have sports to talk about today, Um, and it's really sad, the state of affair of our current narcotics situation. Yeah. Uh, weed will be legalized uh, October 17th. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate that, like, I, I think it might be a little bit too late for a lot of these people that, like, if they had had that legalized when they were making some tough, wrong decisions. Definitely. Maybe, uh, but not to pass judgment, you know, all the past two, he was at least trying to help himself. Uh, so some quick hitters. Eric Carlson got traded to the San Jose Sharks. John, I know you're creaming yours. Like, you just creamed. Like, I think he did say that he creamed himself oh he did say that i think no. that was in text form that That's was quotable we can pull it we can pull out the records um it's not an over exaggeration it's what the man said but also like future john it's it's like nice knowing when your friends are going to orgasm it's like i'm aware of when my friend will what orgasm. gets you off bro yeah Eric Carlson to the San Jose Sharks. Um, that's a game changer. I know the Sharks missed on uh, Johnny Tavares, but that's a great solid pickup. Definitely. They have the two top scoring defensemen over the past five years. Like, that's huge. Like, that. that's just... Burns. Burnsy and uh, now Eric Carlson. Yep. It's going to be a good team. I don't know if Eric Carlson resigns. I'm not sure the cap situation out there. Is he a one-year rental? If he's a one-year rental, like that's that's quite the rental. Like I, I'm 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 in on the sharks. Like this year. we'll take it as like as I'm in on the lease, I'm in on the sharks this year. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be rooting for him. Yeah, for sure. I love everyone there. Joe Thornton, Brent Burns, a huge Eric Carlson fan. Like the guy just plays the game in an exciting way. Beers mandatory. You hear it here first. Leafs Sharks in the finals. John, if Leafs and Sharks make it to the finals, I want to put down a crazy bet. I want to put down like a hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars. Handshake. I'm trying to push it through the mic right now. It's so, John, when you're listening working. to this future John on Monday, we want to see you extending your hand at work and shaking Graham's hand. Yeah, as Graham is currently doing right now. And talking about it. And yes. We'll call it a bet. Much like every joke that we do here at Beers Mandatory, <laughs> we just we explain it after. The, and it's funny. And it's great. Um, so, yeah, that's a huge. Uh, kind of lost in the shuffle there. Tyler Sagan signs a $9.875 million a year contract to stay with the Dallas Stars. That's pretty beefy. Uh, I thought he might leave, you know, because Tavares left and, and went back home. I thought maybe Sagan would leave and go somewhere. but he like, just... let's get out of here. Yeah, right, because Dallas has kind of been spinning their wheels for the past two, three years, as Nick knows. Um, yeah, man, they just, you know, can't pull it together. Yeah, exactly. Like, all the pieces are there, but they're just not pulling it together. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nick's, he's really disappointed being a hockey expert and everything oh, like that. Oh, man, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame, true shame. Um, but so that kind of went on the other radar, happened the same day as the trade. But uh, again, solid pick. I, I think if today's day and age, if you can get a first line superstar player for under ten million dollars, that like in today's current cap situation, that's huge. That's like that's a good deal. Yeah, because like now you're setting yourself up for 
success down the road, you can add other pieces. Right. And you know what it is? Again, like, this is something we talked about with the, the Kucherov signing. Uh, Dallas has no state income tax. Dallas, too? Yeah. Like, Texas as a state or Dallas? Oh, my apologies. Texas has a state. Texas has a state. Dallas okay. is not a state. I was just wondering hey. if it was just the city or if yeah, it was... Yeah. No, if it's, it was... A, it's no state income tax in okay. Texas. Okay, okay. Right. Um, That's a big state. That's the biggest state in the United States. Clearly, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I couldn't even I'm remember pretty what sure. I was called. I'm pretty, no, yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. Absolutely is. I think by a long shot. Um, we're going to dive into that a little in a little bit just about why, like, really, I don't care about America League. Like, as much as, like, we talked about last week about how we care about them and they're our neighbor, uh, Canada's much better. Go Canada. Yeah. Um, sorry, not sorry. So, sorry, not sorry. Hashtag... Hashtag living. Uh, Lauren did this hilarious thing where she like threw a peace sign and then do it like an equal sign with the same fingers. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. We got to show that to some kids and they'll start doing that for sure. Um, Quick hitter, Kawhi Leonard uh, bought a house in Toronto. Oh, is he setting up Shaq for good? I don't know. Let's not get too excited. He's a rich man. (laughs) He he made $21 million last year. He could just be buying a house. Yeah, definitely. uh, Probably the case, but hey. Well, like, you know, we were kind of talking about it, Nick, today before we started. Uh, I don't think Kawhi Leonard's, like, I've said it before on this podcast, but I don't think Kawhi Leonard's that big of a fit against LeBron James. Like, yes, obviously they, they'll play fine off of each other, but LeBron James needs shooters, and he doesn't have that this year. And I don't think Kawhi Leonard wants to be a second fiddle. Like, maybe I'm just sounding hopeful and crazy no, I again. I agree with you. I mean, I don't really know, but, I, like, a, a guy at Kawhi's caliber, it's like... You think that maybe he'd want to be like? Why don't you become the main guy? Yeah, right? run the East. Like There's, run it. Run the like, East. Do man. your own thing. Ma- yeah. But yeah. again, we've said this about many players. Like, KD didn't want to do that. Yeah. True enough. I mean, true enough. These guys just want rings at the end of the day. So yeah, I guess put yourself in the best position to do that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll I see. But I just don't see how you can make the argument that Toronto in a weaker Eastern Conference with all those young talents right now isn't the best. Definitely way to enticing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, no one's gonna if be. If I was a superstar in the NBA. You're not a superstar in the NBA. I could have been, oh. <laughs> but I decided to go down other paths. I could have been. <laughs> the confidence that you said that with. Um, I couldn't have been. <laughs> no, no, I don't think any. Graham schools all of us in pickup, so. Yeah, but that's like. <laughs> I appreciate that, but that's. Uh, um, you know, I, we have fun. Yeah, we have fun it's a good time. We have fun. We it's have a good fun. time. I'm in shooting though with injury. I finally got to see a chiropractor. Ooh yeah. Um, no sports for a while. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's like, wow, Graham, you got some got some damage in your spine and. What in your sport shoulder. were you playing? Again? I said wiffle ball, and it was very embarrassing to say to a doctor, wiffle ball. It's like baseball, but it's a plastic bat with a plastic ball. Well, asked me, he's like, have you ever you played? Run. I asked him, he's like, have you ever played wiffle ball? I'm like, oh yeah, we used to play when I was kids. And I was like, yeah. So me and my friends play it pretty competitively <laughs> throughout the summer. And this is a doctor <laughs> that I'm now saying these things to. I'm like, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, he, he has a very... You're an idiot. Yeah, he has exactly... <laughs> that's the opinion he has of me. Um, I want to also just sort of briefly talk about this week. It's sort of been coming out that uh, because it's illegal federally in America for cannabis, like uh, cannabis, Yeah. Uh, lots of reports have been coming out over the past couple of months and sort of got corroborated today that if you work in the cannabis industry, uh, invest in the cannabis industry, or have ever smoked marijuana and admit to it at the border, you can receive a lifetime ban. I know. It's crazy. So Washington State touches British Columbia. So on October 17th, British Columbia will be legal uh, 
to in a to, month. In, in a month, it'll be legal in British Columbia. It's already legal in Washington State, but because it's a federal border, you can't cross between the two. That is absolutely outrageous. It just ma- defies logic. It defies. That makes no sense, right? Like even you know, like even if you're like say a medicinal patient here in Canada, yeah, which a few people I know are, they don't recognize it as a product. They don't, and. Yeah. You know, they can obviously see that or even ask you the question. And if you admit to that, like you said, they will, they can deny you entry to the country. But as all this information is coming out, I'm listening to a Buffalo radio station and there's literally an advertisement for mid, like medicinal marijuana That's on the it. Buffalo yeah. radio In station. New York, it's legal. In the state that we're not allowed to cross over into. Same situation as BC in, and Washington. In somewhere that's really close to us, but I don't know where we live. We don't, or we anything. don't know where, where we do live. we live. I we don't, don't know. know. Where do I work? It might be on the East Coast. Where do we might live? be on the West Coast. Maybe we're Dartmouth boys. Maybe we live in the Yukon. Maybe we live in the Northwest Territories. <laughs> or none of it, which is a new thing. We could be recording in an igloo right now. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're from outer space. I don't know is the point I'm trying to make. Uh, but it's just so crazy that like... They're like legalizing it state by state, but but Donald Trump and that the is, federal government and Jeff and, Sessions wants to crack down harder on it. Yeah, and what? Their attorney general wants to crack down harder on marijuana. I mean, Why? is that not counterintuitive? Like, look what the, the direction the world is going. Look at the direction states your own are country. going. Look at the direction states your are going. Own, yeah, right? like, your own country. Like, oh my God. I don't know, but that's been a problem as far as I can remember, like, because California's been legalized medicinally for a long time and like, they've always had that issue with the DEA because it's federal, like, so yeah, federally they've illegal. always been raiding these, these places. Meanwhile, it's legal in, in a, uh, I don't know, man. It's just so. Me and Nick both attended a very interesting cannabis talk on Monday. Yeah. Um, it was the second one we've attended together. The this first one, one was kind of garbage. Yeah, it was like a year ago, so, or I guess maybe it was like six start months. of this year. Uh, like eight, it was a week, nine months. It was like January of this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was right when I started. What, what year is it? We don't know. Maybe. What month is it? Who knows? Is it. 1997? Could we be. We don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Do you know? That? John Rich? They probably Ian? do. Maybe. Oh, we have a new listener, by the way. My cousin's husband, who I consider a cousin, by the way. Cam! Wonderful. I love him. He's a he's super Welcome, sweet Cam. Team. He, uh, I think he, like, drunkenly offered his house. Uh, so we, I, another cousin of ours has a wedding in the coming month. And he's just like, you guys can just crash there that night. And we're like, yeah, we'll do that. And I don't think he knows what he got himself and my cousin into. Uh, but it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a great Definitely. time. Definitely. I like a lot of uh, chocolate chips in my pancakes and fresh fruit in the morning. So just Ooh, so you guys are aware. Chocolate chip pancakes. Um, but yeah, so Jeff Sessions, if you ever want to come on and just sort of try to defend your stance, like, I'm not saying me and Nick are the most educated people in the world, but I'd be very curious to hear, like, why you want to crack down harder on that. Yeah, that's an interesting decision, Jeff. Uh, Mr. Sessions. Oh, should we bleep that? No, he's a public figure. No, we can talk about him. He's a public figure. Talk about LeBron hey. James, we can talk about Jeff Sessions. Well, LeBron, beep, beep, <laughs> beep. Um, sorry. Sorry, LeBron. Um, LeBron James. LeBron James. Um. Yeah, but so I, I just in today's day and age, it's it's just sort of lacking in logic. Although I will say, I think the coolest thing that I could possibly say. So just uh, a little bit about me. I I've been investing in the cannabis industry since about twenty thirteen. Um, Smart man. My thank you, thank you. Um. So I think the coolest thing I can now say about myself though is that I have a lifetime ban from the states. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. without a doubt, that's a cool thing to say. Like, did you know that when you decided to? Invest in cannabis? No, I had five thousand dollars, and it was a legal company to invest in. I'm like, let's be re- realistic. I'm sure more than 
50%, I don't know if these statistics are true, but most people have probably tried smoking weed before or do smoke weed. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It just... Do you think there's actually people that cross the border and admit to it? I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's some fucking... I mean, like... There has to be, right? Well, for like, example, the, the one speaker at the cannabis panel on... But he was coming into Canada. That's completely different. You're we right. You're do right. not care. You're right. We do not care. And you're he can't. Right. And he's an American citizen. They have to let him back into the country. Yeah, you're very right. right. Like it's a, it's a. It, Lauren said the exact same thing to me. I'm like, it's a completely different yeah. spectrum, right? Like we yeah. do not care. No, Canada does not care. No. Um. But yeah, no, it's just, uh, it's just. I, I think that's pretty cool that I can say I'm banned lifetime from the states. Graham finally yeah. get some street cred. <laughs> Finally. He's got a crazy record. Yeah. Oh, this Graham guy, like a real badass, this one. <laughs> um, we won't get into that. Uh, so we got some positive feedback from our sponsors. Uh, so we're going to go out and get a couple more sponsors for you. So we actually, I should say we've gone out and gotten a couple more sponsors. We've got a lot of new sponsors lined exactly. up. Exactly. People are investing in beers mandatory. They're investing big. They're putting their, their hard-earned bread <laughs> where uh, where their where their mouths are. All um, sorts of bread. So when we come back, lots of bread. Bread for all. Like a real Last Supper scenario. Um, or what was the time that, like, the guy, like, Jesus, apparently, like, he, like, oh, no, Nick, I know you're uh, Don't, know ask, you're me, don't ask me a religious We question. went to the same high school. <laughs> and he was like, I got some fish and some bread, but there's a lot of people and I need to make more fish and bread. So he was just like, woo And he did, like, the I dream a dreamy thing and, like, more fish and bread, Kate. Why don't we do that? Yeah, we just, we're going to. <laughs> um, so coming back from our break, uh, Fitz Magic. Ooh. Is real and it's magical. Yo, yeah, it's alive um, and well. Yeah, you know, I, I was just—I thought it was funny. We were talking with Nick that like, <laughs> there's no way like Fitz can't win in a shootout. And what does Fitz go and do? Win a shootout. He does the shoot. He beats the New Orleans Saints at their own game. That's crazy. Uh, so now just a quick word from our sponsors. White bread. White bread. It's got a real bad rap lately. But is it really that bad? In 2018, there's still a place for white bread. Remember grilled cheeses? Remember PB&Js? White bread. It's not that bad, but... Brown bread? What do we really know about brown bread? Are we sure that brown bread isn't just lightly tanned white bread? We have a name for that. It's called toast. Say no to brown bread. Paid for by White Bread Limited. Beers, mandatory, and music and songs and dancing and yeah, 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 yeah. Bread, bread, music, and bread, and beers, and bread, and Nick, and bread. Um, all right, so that was a nice little word from our sponsors there. Um, that was great. That was awesome. Um, so fits magic, Nick. Oh, boy. Whoa, nothing. That was fun. Oh, I could not believe that. Hey, man, I couldn't believe my eyes. So, just give me your impression. Like, what were you feeling? Like, um, excitement. Uh, I wanted to cry. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was magical. Well, well, it was I, absolutely magical. It was Fitz magical. It was Fitz magical. When Nick has his first kid, I'm gonna ask Let's him. Let's go. How, when Nick has his first kid, I'm gonna ask him how he feels. He'd be like, "Yeah, it's cool." I've never got out of my seat and walked. Like one way and came back the other cheering more times in a game in a Bucks game in my life. Really, dude, there was like seven touchdowns. Like the Bucks don't score seven touchdowns a game. <laughs> they score seven touchdowns stretched over three games. Yeah. 
If that. Over three games, yeah. To see all that one game. Fitz rushed a touchdown. He rushed. He lowered his shoulder and bowled into the end zone. You know what, man? I, he balled out. I love Fitzpatrick. I'm... Like, like he, he's good. But here's the thing, right? Like, Fitz will do that once in a while. He'll have a crazy, wicked game. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. He's thrown up some serious stinkers, and I know that's... It might happen I, I Sunday. Don't, I don't think he'll throw up a stinker on Sunday. I don't think he I will I think he'll either. throw up an average game. Yeah, it's not going to be no 419 yards, four touchdowns, one rushing touch. See, we remember that. everything pretty pretty accurately. Oh, yeah, for, I'll remember that game forever. <laughs> <laughs> or forever. Do you see how... how yeah, anyways. Um, no, man. I But I, honestly, I'm just going to jump right into my prediction for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers-Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Actually, okay, I am okay, going to stop okay, you right okay, there. Okay, okay. Um, Stop. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Um, okay. Yeah, no, that was crazy. Uh, I, I don't think we should count out the Saints, by the way, though. They started 0-2 last year. No, the Saints notoriously start the first two games of the season slow for Just whatever garbage. reason. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, for whatever reason. Um, no, I know. They'll be... I, the second time around, Tampa plays them will be a different game. So... Just a couple of things, uh, and I want to dive into your predictions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Philadelphia Eagles, but Thaddeus uh, asked us to do predictions for every game, and we were like, Thaddeus, that's insane. Don't be crazy, because we're going to be here for like an hour and 45 minutes. But we're going to do more. We are going to do more. We are going to do more for you, Thaddeus. But then we also realized that our podcast, that quick hitter section, was actually like 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 Not minutes. Not really a quick hitter at all. No. And Thaddeus, another one of his requests was that we make it longer for his drive. So you're getting that um, much. For so sure. yeah, I guess we're really just catering to Thaddeus now. <laughs> I guess you're a co-producer on this, bud. We, uh, you know, we take what our listeners say, their opinions, and we give we them what they want. We take it very seriously. We appreciate you We guys. take it very seriously. Carlson to the Sharks. John just came again. John. Bam. <laughs> oh! um, so, Bucks, Eagles. Dive right in. Well, you know what I'm going to say, man. Uh, Tampa Bay wins this game. Fuck, buddy. What's the final score? 28-24, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Nick initially thought 28-17, but I think I convinced him that uh, if they are going to win, it's going to be a lot closer than that. All right, keys to a victory. Tampa Bay has to, most importantly, stop the run. Beat the Eagles in the trenches because the Eagles arguably have the best offensive line and defensive line in the NFL. So that's it's going to be there. If they can win the trench battle, then they win the game, which can be said about most football games. But you know what's crazy? Like I remember saying to you last week, like these are some pretty big ifs, and then they happened. Yeah. So like I want to call you insane. I really do. <laughs> but like I you like you had this weird savant hey, pick last week. Everyone watched the uh, the opener. The Eagles, Foles is still in. Yeah. Um, he's not looking like playoff Nick Foles. No, he's not. Not at all. Um, Zach Ertz dropped too many balls last week. That was crazy. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. And I think both teams looked bad last week. I think both teams looked like a Thursday night or week one team last year, last week. Yeah, and again, like, the, everyone's just going to get better, right? Like, no one's really hitting Hit their, their stride, stride in week yeah. one. Uh, Except Fitzpatrick. Except Fitzpatrick. <laughs> He'll probably just get worse, but I'm gonna keep riding the train while it's here. Absolutely, but man. yeah, man. No, I, I don't know. I think I think Tampa wins that game. They're at home. Um, the Eagles didn't look great. I thought. Yeah. So I think true. there's a chance, man. I really do. Let's not forget that the Buccaneers gave up 40 points. I mean, it is 40 points. No, to that's Drew a Brees. very good point. It's, it's 40 that, points to Drew Brees. That's for a sure. very, very good point. And they also Nick Foles is not going to make Drew Brees look like a bitch. No, but Nick Foles will throw a couple touchdowns for sure. Um, that's why I mean, like Tampa Bay has a lot of injuries in their secondary, which was already their kind of weak point as it was. 
They're without Brent Grimes, their veteran starting corner. Oh, yeah. They also just lost their second corner for the season. Uh, Vernon Hargreaves tore his something in his shoulder. Wiffle. Uh, so he's out for the year on injury. Well, he's these, on injury reserve. These football players need to stop playing wiffle ball. Let me speak to the dangers of wiffle ball. Graham could tell you you're yeah. going to tear your shoulder. It's going to happen, guys. Uh, so, yeah, they've got two rookies going in that slot right now. So, I don't know. Uh, that, will, Drew Brees and the Saints, like they can, they can put up forty points on a team, and no one really would be like, "Oh wow, like yeah, that's yeah, crazy." Yeah. That's pretty standard, you yeah. know. But I will say the Eagles' pass game, like again, it was Week One, but it looked bad. Nick Foles didn't look good. No, Zach Ertz is dropping football. Basically, that he had Nelson Aguilar. That was it. Yeah, I, I can't tell. But again, Mike Wallace didn't do anything. What is what was Nelson Aguilar's? Like he had like fifteen catches for like. What fifty yards? Like they're all just like short little dink and yeah, dunks yeah, yeah. that didn't really go anywhere. Dinky dunks. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I hope I'm right. I don't think he had. You probably right. When I was watching the game, it that's what his stat line was like. Yeah. No, it was like two, three yard passes. Yeah. Like, that's all it was. Um. I'm gonna take the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I know. I know you did. Yeah. Uh, commission. <laughs> we can pick him over here. Oh, buddy, I've been. Also, I love. I actually have a. I think I made a bet with John. Or no, we were just verbally talking about this Tampa Bay. He texted me and he, I was like, oh, still sleeping on Tampa, eh? And he's like, buddy, he's like, if you think Fitzpatrick is going to last much longer in that first game, you're nuts. You're nuts, bro. And then I was like, nah, man, they're going to win. He's like, all right. Did I can't you bet? Wait. I don't think we did, John. Correct me if c- I'm wrong, future John, but. Uh, Do you want to call it out now? I think it was more of just like a verbal like showdown. Like, like shit no, I'm right. You're wrong. wrong. And like, he just said, all right, well, we got a matchup to keep our eyes on on Sunday. I'm like. You know I am. So. so Nick, as our commissioner for Weekly Pick'em, has wielded some pretty amazing power. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell that story just sort of quickly about what you did to our buddy Armand, who uh, Thad, I'm sure, you, as we've heard from weeks past, had a nice little uh, cake, <laughs> cake cake walk with him the other day. Well, uh, it's just we you know, we put out the, the deadline to get your picks in this Wednesday night just because you have to like input all the data. And here's the thing. You're pretty fast and loose on what Wednesday night can mean. Like, hey. it's not, like, Wednesday night at 7. If you send it to no. Nick at Wednesday night at 9, he doesn't care. Text me Thursday at 2 a.m. with your picks. Yeah. Just exactly. so when I get when I have my Thursday in the morning whatever, I can input everything into the Excel sheet. Nick's got a pretty slow class on Thursday morning. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> that's uh, normally yeah. what I do. Yeah. Um, so, but, like, Nick's not unreasonable... When accepting picks, no, definitely not. Yeah. It's so what does Armand do? Uh, he, well, for one, I was uh, I was out golfing, and he texted me at like four or five p.m. before the Thursday nighter and said, "I'm gonna send him my picks." Then I was like, "No," I I I said Wednesday evening, and then I don't know. That's kind of what that was. And I just kind of stuck to it. Yeah. Because you don't want to set a precedent, right? And I mean, no offense to Armand, it's just it is what it is, man. Yeah. Nick Nick laid down the rules as commissioner, and he stuck to that. A commissioner's got to have a backbone, right? Yeah. You hear that, Roger? <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, um, I, 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 I had a lot of respect for Nick before he did that, and then when he told me that story, it, it grew further. Um, Denver, Oakland. Who do you got? Denver. All the way? Yeah. No. Denver. It just... I can't even tell you who's on Oakland. Jared Cook. Uh, Who I have Oakland, in fantasy. Oakland, John Gruden. Oakland's the oldest team in the NFL. Oh, did you watch the Monday Nighter? 
Yes. I watched half the f- till half. I watched the first half. It was a good game till half, and then I woke up. I was like, "Wow, the Rams pulled ahead." Did you think that John Gruden called a good game, or do you think At that first, the Rams just took time leading up to being amazing? I think John Gruden, like through the game that I saw, I think he was calling a really good game in the. F- John Gruden called a timeout at the eleven-minute mark of the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, but take, like as far as like the way take he- the five-yard penalty. Like the Raiders were moving the ball though, like they, it was a game, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I woke up and it was like th- the final score was like thirty four thirteen for the Rams, and I'm pretty sure the Raiders had thirteen points at half. Yeah. So, I guess the Rams just took a little bit to get rolling, and then they finally hit their stride. What do you think about it? Goff, Goff, uh, Cooks, and Gurley didn't play in I, the preseason. I laughed because John Gruden after the game said, "Yeah, he's like, I don't know, he's like." We need to. F- I need to sit down and figure out why we weren't getting pressure on Jared Goff. Because <laughs> you traded him. Uh, yeah, precisely. Yeah. You traded him for peanuts. You were you were the twenty fifth ranked pass rush team last year. It's like, come on, man. Like, what do you mean? Like, we saw what Cleo Mack was doing to the Packers uh, on the Sunday night game. I thought the that was an amazing game. Like Cleo that Mack, was an amazing. That game. was a fantastic game, and yeah. I said to Taylor, we were talking about that, and I was like, "Man, I, I thought they were. I thought the Packers were done. Like I thought, I, I thought Sean Kaiser was in. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah, Rodgers yeah. didn't come back, oh, like, yeah, Rodgers single handedly. Like no discredit to the people running catching like Cobb and stuff, but what was uh, what's his name? Something Allison, Geronimo Allison. That Geronimo was a great Allison, catch. Geronimo Allison, but great catch. That was also an that was an insane toss. Like, Did you? Like, that was in bad coverage. Rodgers just, like, put it exactly where yeah. he needed to be. Did you see, like, I love how they did the breakdown. As soon as Rodgers looks left, the entire defense shifted to the left, right? Yeah. So it was one-on-one coverage for Geronimo. At yeah, that point, man. Right? Yeah, and, like, and that's what, like, with the top-tier quarterbacks, man. Like, they're just so good with their eyes and looking off defenses. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man. Like, he, d- he did 90% of his snaps after the, uh, after the injury from the shotgun. Yeah. That's and you notice that he wasn't throwing off his lead foot. He was yeah, like yeah, having yeah. like that's insane. Like as a quarterback, throwing off your back foot and still getting zipped. that was like a sixty yard bomb that was, off of your bad foot. Yeah, man. Or if you're off your uh, off foot, I should say. Every time you think like Aaron Rodgers is human, like for example, like the Bears come out, it's like seventeen twenty nothing at half, and yeah. you're like, oh my god! Like even when Rodgers was in the game, Khalil Mack was single handedly like Rodgers distra- was moving the ball, and then when Kaiser first came in, Kaiser was moving the ball. Yeah. For maybe a drive. Yeah, I think drive. they got stalled out and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, and then I think Mac did that, like, nah, bitch, this is my ball. And, like, just stole it from him. Yeah, and and then he amazing. had the pick six. That was fantastic. Uh, it wasn't a pick six, was it? He uh, The second one, Khalil Mack read the screen. Yeah. He was coming in on pressure off the edge. And then he read the screen, dropped back, picked off the pass, and took it to the house. It was a pick six? Yeah. Wowzers. But the, he also strip sacked. I know Kaiser he stripped before he, but that, but like it was a strip sack. Like Kaiser had the it was ball, more just like nah, and he just like my ball. took it from yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little boy. Hey, excuse me, Kaiser. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I, I was like, oh my god, like who are these Chicago Bears? Yeah. And then and then you think that Rogers is gonna be defeated, but then Rogers he went comes out, out hobbling on a cart. Rogers went on a cart. Gets looped up on fucking god knows what in the locker room. Did you see that post game interview? I did. That was fantastic. Just gone, and the guy comes out and like. Throws for like almost three hundred yards and three touchdowns and no one quarter. In like, one I think quarter, he, I think he didn't complete three passes. He was like thirteen to sixteen or something like that. He literally like, um, I don't know. And then you come and you're like, it happens, and you're like in disbelief. But then you're like, 
Of course. I'm not You're that like, much. No. I'm not in that much Anyone disbelief. could have seen this coming. Yeah, I'm not in that much disbelief. He's, and I, I don't was, think he's a human being. And I was crushed. I was crushed because I swear Blake Martinez recovered that fumble. Oh. Like the last play that sealed the victory for the Packers. Oh. I swear. Oh, because you had because him in fantasy. I was down. Yeah, I was down yeah. in fantasy, and Randall Cobb's touchdown yeah. got me back, and I swear Blake Martinez recovered that fumble. <laughs> yeah. I was watching, like, Blake Martinez gets that fumble, right? But he didn't. I lost by 0.5. Yeah, man. Based on that. You did, too, yeah. by 0.5. 0.5. Slap in the face. Duffman does it to me two years in a row. Two years in a row. 0.5 points. 0.5 points. Stole Mike Evans from me last year. Stole Keenan Allen from me this year. What a bitch. On auto pick. What a bit. On auto pick, might I like, add. I get, like, Duffman to me in fantasy is just, like, the guy who is always just, like, like half a point ahead of me. Yep. In the draft and in the matchup. In literally. the draft and in the matchup. It's, like, fuck. Um, but, yeah, I got Denver, too. Von Miller looked scary. Case, Ke- Case Keenum looked good. Denver looked good. Case, Man, Keenum Case Keenum's going to be so good for that team. Yep. They're I... Deep. I Denver is it gonna be that's gonna be an interesting division, but Denver I don't know man. To me it's coming. Ah, uh, but I like the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs but I like Denver. Good. The Chargers looked okay. The the Chiefs I think beat them pretty good last week. But the Chargers are playing the Bills this year. Oh, it's or this week against Nathan Peterman, who they just had five picks against last. Actually, year. Actually, Buffalo named Josh Allen the starter. They did. They did. So they should have just listened to me. But Josh Allen also didn't look great when he came in last week. No, no. Better than Peterman. I mean, that's not saying much. It's a low bar. Peterman came into that game throwing picks like he was where he left off last year. That's scary. But anyways, uh, it's going to be an interesting... We talked about... I think it's the most competitive division. Not because there's like a ton of elite teams, but I think it's like all... The AFC West? AFC West. The AFC West is hands down the best division in the AFC. Oh, for sure. But like... The NFC is a little more competitive. But I don't than think, the AFC as a whole. For sure. But I don't think <laughs> I don't think any of those three teams in the AFC are the best team in the AFC. Well, you have the Patriots, you have the Jaguars, they're top runners for Can't count out the Steelers. Steelers. Right, they're always like, dangerous, but they're weird, man. Like they're good. Ben Roethlisberger suck and then Ben Roethlisberger tur- or turned the ball over six times. And he's that guy, man. He's, but they still tied. I That's know. crazy, right? But they shouldn't have. Yep. The storm. I it mean, was a weird game. It was weird. I don't yeah. want to dive too much into that. I know. Uh, James Conner sat on your bench. I got him in this week. Got him in. I did. I put him in. But yeah, twenty. There, that would have won me. Hey, Matthew Stafford. If you decided to throw not four interceptions, you could have won me the game too. Thanks, Matt. I was watching that, and I'm like, are that you? Was I, man, I needed him to get like fifteen points. Nothing crazy. Protect the ball. Give Still me 150 yards. 150 yards and a touchdown. one touchdown. And Thanks, you win. man. And you Congre- win. Thank you for the win. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four interceptions. Four interceptions. One touchdown. And like nine like, points. <laughs> fucking nine points. Brutal. Um Patriots, Jaguars. Who do you got? Oh. Jacksonville. You do, eh? Yep. Hot take. Jacksonville. Why so? Defense. Yeah? Yeah. I have a theory that is Jalen Ramsey like. An unbelievably amazing cornerback. Yes. Or is he just a myth at this point? No, he's unbelievably. Well, I'm. I don't know. No one even throws to him. Like he had. I'm like, biased. I think. I, love I think Ramsey. someone had. I but think, that alone speaks volumes. I think I agree, right? But like, I think it was last year. There was only like forty throws his way. Yeah, because he's no one's open. Nor do quarterbacks want to throw his way. But is that like? Is that because he's that good, or is that because the myth behind him is that? good? I just think no one's really open when he's covering them. Interesting. Anyway, so you took you have the Jags. Definitely. I still got the Patriots, man. Like I know. Brady looked ageless, I, man. Brady, hey, I Gronk looked fantastic. This is unlike me because I always pick the Patriots regardless, no matter what. But 
I even picked Houston against them last week. I was wrong, but... And then I was like, man, why am I picking against the Patriots? Yeah. And then something and came over again me this again week, this week, yeah. and I was like, ah, Jacksonville's really, really good. If there's a team better in the AFC than New England, it's Jacksonville. Yeah. I hate Blake Bortles, but... You talk at length about how much you hate Blake Bortles. I hate him. He's the worst, man. The worst, man. I don't... Blake, I've never met you. You may be a good guy in real life, but I'm sorry. You're frustrating to watch play quarterback. Yeah. It defies logic that you're a starting like, quarterback. I feel like you're... I was Colin Kaepernick not have a job, he's but... He's holding back that team so much. I'm sorry, he is. Yeah. Like, imagine if they had a good quarterback. Imagine Philip Rivers on that team. Oh, my... Phil, yeah, I like Philip Rivers. I like Philip Rivers, he, too. He can be like Big Ben and turn the ball over a lot, but... I'm a Philip Rivers fan. No, he... I am, too, man. I like the Chargers. Um... And then, so so that's one we disagree on. We agree on the Broncos, disagree on the Bucks eagles Yep. Vikings-Packers. Sorry, Taylor. You know how I feel. Taylor, I'm less sorry. The Minis- We man. both took the Vikings. Minnesota Vikings and Taylor, I'm probably quoting you here. I think you told me last week that the Vikings defense is extremely scary. Um, and it is. And it's a scary defense. Their offense is also pretty terrifying. And you've and even you said last week too, Taylor. Kirk Cousins is scary in a Vikings uniform. Yeah. Uh, man, they're going to be serious. And, like, I don't even think they had their best game against the 49ers. We picked them. I think me and you picked them for a me Super Bowl pick for the NFC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I picked them to win it, too. Or I picked the Patriots to win. I picked the Vikings to win. I picked Patriots versus Vikings with Patriots winning. Um, Like, the Packers, like... I don't know, man. I it's I, just how healthy is Aaron Rodgers going to be? Aaron right? Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers, is the factor here. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like if he comes back and he's totally fine, like he's hopped up on whatever they gave him, yeah. and and he's fine. Then yeah. like yeah, like I, maybe it's a bit of a closer game. But like if Aaron Rodgers is even at eighty, even if he's at ninety percent, yep, I gotta give it to the Vikings. And let's be honest, the Vikings defense is just as good. I mean, no, they don't have a Khalil Mack, but they have. Daniil Hunter. I think they have above they average have players at Griffin. every position. Like, their defense as a whole, I think, is better than the Chicago Bears defense, personally. That's what I'm saying. As a whole, they have above average players at each Nothing spot. against the Bears defense, because it's sick this year, especially with their Mac. Like, they won't have that, like, crazy factor that... Well, Daniil Hunter is a sack machine, too, but... The Vikings' offense is much better than the Chicago Bears' Dalvin offense. Dalvin Cook, Diggs, Like, the options yeah, are yeah, yeah. endless, and you've yeah. got... Like, Kirk Cousins is better than... Like, you're more worried about Kirk Cousins than Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I just feel like if it's anything, like... If Kirk how Cousins... last game was... If, if the Minnesota Vikings got a 17-0 lead... I don't even if coming, Aaron Rodgers is coming back, yeah, it's, it's questionable if they're yeah, coming back. For I, sure. I agree. Um, Taylor's yeah. scoffing right Taylor, now. Future Taylor is scoffing. Sorry, what was that? Oh, thanks. Thanks, sex doll Taylor. <laughs> um, don't, I, don't listen to him. Yeah. Real Taylor is scoffing right now. <laughs> Sex doll Taylor doesn't really have too much opinions. Um, <laughs> because he's a doll. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I just I got to agree. Like, I got to agree. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in on the Vikings this year. It's going to be a good game, though. I'm going to watch that one. Yeah, definitely. That one I'm going to watch for sure. Definitely. Um, so when we come back, we're going to do just a little bit of a fantasy basketball primer. We're getting into that fantasy basketball yep, season. Yeah, we're coming up. We're going to sort of do... Uh, like our, our top five picks. Oh, by the way, we're done that last segment, just in case you didn't get that. Um, do sort of our top five picks. Uh, who we like this year, who we don't like this year. Yep. Um, but yeah, now just another quick word from our sponsors. 
rye bread is, is special. I mean, imagine a deli sandwich without it. Uh, you, you always want it when you go to breakfast. It's, it's, it's special. It's, it's worth the 75 cent upcharge. Who doesn't appreciate a good piece of multigrain? Very versatile, very tasty. Multigrain bread. A piece of bread that won't make you want to jump out of a building and kill yourself. And, and, and music, and beers, mandatory. We're back, and we're singing, and we're adding musical element to our podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. All this music, and lots of fun, and lots of beers, and lots of nicks, and lots of grins, and lots of suggestions from all of our fans. Beer's mandatory, and we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, our sponsors. A little bebop for you. Yeah, exactly. I think we're going to do that more. I think we're going to have a lot more fun with it. Um, so, top five fantasy picks. Nick, give me your top five. One through five, five oh. through one, however you want to do it. My five, right away. My five. My right. T-Mobile top five. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. Where, where are you going to start, though? I need to know where you're going to start. Five Should I one. S- I'll start from five. I like that. I like, like the build-up to it. I think, yeah, okay. Oh, sorry, um, just wait, by the way. Oh, oh, Nick, I'm so sorry. I got a lot of that on your mic screen. That's, that's okay, what that's, that's, for, right? that's, yeah, it's the pop filters for cracking beer for beers. into it. Exactly. Thank uh, you so much, Michael, <laughs> for knowing that we would do this. Graham, we're going to talk about this later. You owe me a new mic. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right, anyways, uh, coming in at number five on my list, uh, pens and paper out. Number five pick. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yes. What? Give it to me. Um, Westbrook's so out of my top five. Out. Out of my top five. Okay, interesting. Um, I don't know. Russell Westbrook, for me, I mean, he's not the force he was in fantasy a couple of years ago. Um, Paul George is there, right? So, I don't know. I like Russell Westbrook and the skill set he provides, and I still think he's worthy of that number five spot. He's a stat stuffer. He's a stat stuffer. That's how you win. You have and to have stat stuffer. In our standard scoring league, um, you know, it's not like a... I guess he'd be good in a category style league too, but in the standard scoring, like, he's going to get you... Your 35 points a game kind of thing, you can, right? you can count on him, and I think that's pretty fair for the five overall. Totally true. The only reason he's keeping me out of my top five is... And they say, like, they say every summer he's working on his three-point shot, but you lose a point for three-point misses... And he jacks a lot of threes. He jacks anywhere from, you know, 9 true. to 12 threes a game. True. And he hits them at a 30% clip. Very true. Like, yeah, sure. Like, he, he connects on a 30 But it's taking off, like, another 10 points he could be scoring. Precisely, right? Yeah. So that that's the only reason me. His or lack seven of, or His whatever. lack of efficiency is, yeah. for me, what keeps him out of my top five. My top five, or my number five overall pick? Anthony Towns. Oh. Yeah. I think there's been enough shit. Laid on us. I think there's been enough shit set against him. He finished as a top four fantasy player last year. Really? Finished as a top four fantasy player last year. Why did Taylor say he wasn't happy with him last year? Uh, maybe just in our standard scoring league. Oh, uh, okay. For sure. But like yeah. in overall fantasy efficiencies, like Roto Leagues and everything like that, he was a top four player. Okay. He steals, he blocks, he rebounds, he scores. He scores efficiently. Yeah. He, sh- he scores threes. Yep. Uh, he hits all of the major stats for me, right? Yeah. Yeah, he shoots three threes a game, but he hits, you know, two of them, right? Yep. Like, yeah, like that. That's the efficiency I need. Plus, he's had enough. He doesn't have his rookie extension contract. 
tons of people from his draft class. Andrew Wiggins has a rookie extension contract. Really? Yeah. Andrew Wiggins is making $30 million this year. Wow. Carl Anthony Towns is making like eight. Wow. That's wrong. Definitely. That's just objectively wrong. I think, and there's nothing been said, like there's drama between him and Jimmy Butler. Uh, I, I think this is the year that Carl Anthony Towns, like, I don't think he's there yet, but I think this is the year that he says, fuck you. It's a, it's a another step forward. I think this is another step forward year for him, and I'm putting him as my number five. Interesting. Number four, Nick. All right, number four, I have Kevin Durant. It was tough for me. I love it. I love it. I, I totally get it. Kevin Durant's my six. He fell out of top five for me. Oh, okay. Just so you're okay. all aware, I know you guys are all wondering, like, where's Grant going to put Kevin Durant? You know, I got a lot of heart because uh, when we did our podcast, don't know the episode, when we all did our top Top ten, five. Top, fives, top five players, yeah. Top five currents, and I had KD underneath Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. I caught some flack from all of our listeners, including <laughs> my... Uh, well, Graham your, and Taylor. Your, co- your co-stars here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, no. Kevin Durant, I have him in my top five fantasy, which Kawhi is not. Yep. Um, I fantasy and overall. For simple things. reasons. Yeah. Kevin Durant's a beast. He's an efficient scorer. He's an efficient three-point shooter. Free throws, he's not missing. Can't go wrong. Seven, eight rebounds a game. Like, that's a pretty safe pick, barring injury. For sure. Bar- and like, But I mean, you should say that about anyone. Exactly, right. Well, anyone in these top five, you could say, is a top pick. Yeah. I was back and forth on who my 3-4 is going to be, but I'm going to put LeBron James as 4. Wow. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I rode LeBron James to a fantasy championship last year. He did. Uh, That was the first year since his first go-around in Cleveland. Or Actually, this is the first year ever, I should say. Not even in his first go-around in Cleveland. He had one year where he played. That was the first year he played 82 games. Really? First year he's ever played 82 games. 15-year career. Wow. First time he's ever played 82. Everyone says LeBron James is going to age. I don't think he's going to, like, age horrendously this year, but I think this is the year where there's a lot, like, it's going to remind me a lot of, like, a struggle. Like, a lot of those Cleveland teams, like, the struggle throughout the regular season, yeah. right? Like, I'm sorry, are we are we 100% sold that Lonzo Ball is going to hit threes? I'm not. No. Are we 100% sold that Kuzma and Brandon Ingram are going to hit threes at the rate that they hit them? I don't think so. No, they have a lot more to prove still. I think so, too. I think LeBron James needs to... Spend a lot more, men- like, and he spent a mental fortitude to make last year's Cleveland team to the finals. Yeah, I think that season and playoff series specifically may have taken a lot of- out of LeBron. I-, I think he, like, he was tired, man. He admitted that when they're going into Toronto, he's like, I'm not even thinking about that, man. I'm, I just want to go yeah, home yeah. and sleep. Like, that I think guy was he- exhausted. Exactly. I think this year, like, I think not that LeBron James would ever admit it or anyone should ever admit it. But I think this year he's going to take not only a mental step back, but a physical step back as well, too. If it means we lose a game as opposed to me busting my dick off for 46 minutes, then we lose a game kind of thing, right? If Brandon Ingram does this one thing right, like the little thing in a game that's going to help us a year from now win a championship, if he does that right but we lose the game, I think LeBron James is going to be okay with that. Yeah. I think that's great. I think that's growth as a player. I think that's the next level of LeBron James to go. Because I think, and, and as we've said in top five greatest, he will be my number two of all time by the time his career is done. Yeah. And I think he needs to do that this year. He needs to become even more of a mentor, even more of a leader, even right. more of a take a step back. Yeah. But that coincides with a step back in fantasy. Like build with this young squad. Exactly, right? Like, like show them the ropes. That might mean 
Brandon Ingram has to shoot 20 shots this game and miss 12 of them. Yeah. That's what that might mean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if Brandon Ingram learns from that and gets better over time... Yeah, and shows I think, that improvement. Exactly. I think yeah. that LeBron James is willing to sacrifice this year for that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you're number three. Number three, LeBron James. Mm. Yeah. I'm very curious who fell out of your top five, man. <laughs> uh, so why LeBron? Am I going to catch flack for this? I don't know. We're gonna, our viewers will he catch flack for this? I don't know. Uh, who, why? Why LeBron at three? Um. Well, we were just. I think he's going to be a. He's obviously going to be a force to be reckoned with in fantasy, like we were just talking about. Yeah, he's maybe he might take a step back mentally and physically. Um. But LeBron's LeBron. He's got the young squad there. He's still going to show out. He's going to. Yep. Um. The only like, I would have him higher. I I I was thinking about putting him in the number two slot, but I had someone obviously replaced with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see if. I look. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think it's unreasonable for LeBron James to average, uh, twenty eight points, eight rebounds, eight assists, much like he did last year. Right. But I don't think he'll do it in eighty two games. I think he might do it in sixty eight games. Time. I think he might do it in sixty eight games. Okay. It might just be like. On the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah. So you're Let's, saying he's going to perform just as well, but he's not going to be out as Every much. night. I don't think so. I think he might play 68 games this year. 68 to 72 games. Okay. Right? Yeah. And there, like taking that 10-game step down, that's a hit for me. Definitely. Because I think people will have his averages over 77 to 80 games. Definitely. Uh, my number three is Guinness. Guinness Antetokounmpo. Woo! <sighs> yeah. Um... Still doesn't have a shot yet, at least a consistent shot that That's I trust. the only... <laughs> but he doesn't launch threes at a crazy rate. Yep. He's not taking eight, nine threes a game. He's taking four or five threes a game. Right. So if you hit one and a half to two threes a game, I'm okay with that efficiency. He hits his free throws, he scores efficiently, he rebounds, he passes, steals and blocks. I think this is the year, too, they have a new coach, Mike Budenhauser. I think this is the year that he plays center. And really? I, can you imagine Guinness? Fucking against Jonas Valanciunas. Jonas Valanciunas is not stopping Guinness. No, Guinness gets the ball at the elbow with Jonas Valanciunas on him. That's a point. That's two. That's two points. <laughs> like that's like that's crazy, right? Like yeah. So I, I just think Guinness has too many unknowns. Uh, like with the coach, I should say, or not too many unknowns, but too much potential to not be a top three pick. Definitely, maybe. yeah. Especially because he's like one of the few people on a team now that is like... He was a top six or seven guy last year. Right. And now he has not a shitty coach. He doesn't have Jay Kidd and then Joe Pruden or He's whatever. He's only going to get better. I think so. I think the coach is going to unlock him. I think Mike Boonhauser uh, basically unlocked the Atlanta... Mike Boonhauser turned uh, like Jeff Teague and Paul Millsap and Al Horford into all-stars. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, you could argue Al Horford was an all-star before then, but, like, Paul Millsap was a stat stuffer, but he wasn't an all-star, right? Right. Like, I think... Mike Budenhauser's offensive schemes will bring Guinness up a level. I think he's a superstar talent Improves that's already putting superstar. Yeah. But I think exactly in game, he's just going to be more efficient, more better shooter. Exactly. I think he's just going to be ready to rock. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I can lead into that saying that I do not have Giannis in, in your top five. I don't. Hot take. Hot take. Here. I, is that the guy you were referring to when you said I'm interested in seeing who doesn't drop down? I was because I was like, there's. There's I knew one Car- player. I'm really like, no. I knew Carl Anthony Towns wasn't going to be in your swing. top five. Uh, that's awesome. So who's your number two? James Harden. Yeah. 
Probably for every reason that I have him as my number two. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's going to get his points. He's, he's going to get his three. Man. He's an efficient three-point shooter. He's an efficient shooter. James Harden going to do what he does. Still going to get, you know, seven rebounds, nine, ten assists, yeah, 26 man. points. Yeah, you can count on that. A steal and a half. Count on it. Half a block. Efficient shooting. Not going to miss his free throws. All over the stat line. Yep. Um... Then who's your number one? I think we're going to have to agree on this one. We've kind of talked about it before. Yeah. AD. Anthony Davis, man. Yeah. D- I'm not sure if you've like looked at his numbers. He was he's a, a freak. He was a superstar with DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. And he he's was, gone now. He was, but like in the 24 games or whatever that DeMarcus Cousins wasn't playing, he was unbelievable. Oh, right, right, like, right. Like he was a superstar with DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. And then you he take was, him away and now he's like, he oh was my. insane. He yeah. averaged like 28 points, 15 and a half rebounds, three assists. Now you've got a whole year of that. Exactly, right? And they're playing, they played the fastest tempo. Anthony Davis running up and down the court, getting dunks and layups and crazy shit like that. Who, do, who can defend Anthony Davis? No one. No one can defend Anthony Davis. <laughs> it's like, there, did you hear like the interesting take that so Anthony Davis fired his agent and he wants to hire LeBron James's agent? Really? Yeah, and look, Anthony Davis can be a free agent after this year. Oh. Yeah, and people consider Anthony Davis the warrior killer, like the only person that can truly because the Warriors can't throw out their death lineup and stop Anthony. He Davis. would be. He's like the warrior killer, right? Like the Warriors can stop LeBron James with their collective talent. Can they stop LeBron James and Anthony, Anthony Davis? Davis would eat them up. He does. He does routinely, right? Draymond Green guarding Anthony Davis? No. That's scary. Kevin Durant guarding Anthony Davis? No. That's scary. Right? Yeah. So Anthony Davis is my number one. Uh, he's got no one impeding his output there. Um, I feel like most people probably have Anthony Davis at number one. The list I'm reading has him at two. What? And I hate the list that I'm reading. <laughs> I officially hate it. Um, Who's number one? James Harden. Okay. You can go either way. Swap their one with their twos. But to see the same thing, James Harden uh, won MVP last year. I think LeBron James should have won MVP last year. He was the most valuable player on his team. Definitely. James Harden, uh, whatchamacallit, played, I think it was 68 games, 69 games or something like that. Yep. So, misses his time. I don't think Anthony Davis is going to be able to miss time. I don't think New Orleans can afford to have Anthony Davis miss time. No, and he could. It's happened. It's happened. A few times. For sure. But I think this year he comes out and proves that he is the unrequited number three or number two player in the league. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, okay, so who are you really hot on this year? Because I have like two or three guys that I'm pretty hot on this year. Anthony Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, outside of our top five. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think I like DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Yeah, they they the San Antonio Spurs are super tailor made to that to him. I feel like his I feel like most people like because Demar Derozan was kind of consistently rising in fantasy stock like the past couple years. Yeah, I know I picked him as my I think I had the last pick of round one last year, and I went Lillard Derozan. So your first pick around two. And I know he wasn't getting out of the second round. He was not making it out of the second. He was going to be an early second round pick for sure. Um, so I snagged him. He is a super efficient scorer. That's what I mean. And, and honestly, he, he ended up, I think, actually, I think Lillard did have a better, end up being higher in fantasy points. But. But, but it was very close. Yeah. Um. Plus if DeRozan added the three point shot last year at 30%, if he can add, add it at 35%, he's only like. That's incrementally better. Sorry. DeRozan's only another player. It's, he's going to get better. Yeah. Um, and I think Popovich will make the best of him. Popovich. 
Popovich he gets turned, the best out of anyone, right? He does. He does. I am really high this year on Kevin Love. <sighs> Very true. I think it'll be empty stats. I think Kevin Love will go Kevin Love back to his Timberwolves days. I th- exactly. I don't yeah. think they like if they make the playoffs they're an 8 seed and they get swept. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. If they do. Yeah. If they do they're an 8 seed that gets swept, right? Yeah. But I I I feel very comfortable with Kevin Love and he's just become a more mature scorer. Like he used to be very like guns a blazing when he yeah. scored, but he's just become a very savvy scorer. Like he's just a very savvy player. Like he always was a, an intelligent player. Plays a I think clean game. I think even more so than ever, now that he's a little bit older, he's like sort of 30, right? Like, I hated the contract extension. Become more wise. Ew, what yeah. What is it? His, Basketball IQ. His B, B-I-Q. His buke. Bick? Book? Beak? Beak. His beak is becoming... <laughs> his BQ? His BQ has become <laughs> fantastic. Um, I don't love the contract, but th- we're talking fantasy. Strictly fantasy. Yeah, we're not getting into the logistics. Of why Cleveland didn't trade him. That makes no sense. But someone needs to score on those Cleveland teams. It's Kevin Love. It's going to be Kevin Love. I think he's I think he's comfortably slotted in for me at like 24 and 12, 24 and 13. Yeah, not unrealistic. High efficiency scoring. That's a good point. I didn't, yeah. I, I, I'm high on Kevin Love this year. Uh, do you have anyone else you're high on? How do we feel? I don't... I feel like he needs to put up and continue his game this year is Devin Booker. Okay. I see you hot on him or not. I am. Yeah? I think he needs to be. That's amazing, dude, because I... Did you also think Devin Booker? I was going to say I'm not that hot on Devin Booker. Oh. So he just had hand surgery, right? Yeah. Broke his hand. Yeah. Just had hand surgery. Um, Now has the contract. What is he proving? I think he has to prove himself. You still think so? I think he needs to take a step forward this year. Wiggins had that contract and didn't feel he needed to prove himself. I'm not saying Devin Booker is Andrew Wiggins, but I'm saying Devin Booker's coming off a hand injury. I'm saying Devin Booker now has DeAndre Ayton to compete with. I'm saying Devin... uh, Sorry. Oh, my apologies, Nick. No, my Uh, Hey, no. My apologies. (laughs) Um, The Phoenix... (laughs) Aggressively apologizing. Aggressively apologetic. Nick and Graham. Uh, what was that, Taylor? Oh, never mind. Oh, okay. uh, just uh, just okay, ignore exactly. him. <laughs> no, that was like a, a triple cross. But um, <laughs> the Phoenix Suns got DeAndre Ayton in the draft. The Phoenix Suns also went out and got Trevor Ariza. Uh, they traded for Ryan Anderson. They traded Brandon Knight. Right? Like, I feel like the Phoenix Suns made some moves to suggest like we want to win now. And Devin Booker has put up amazing stats on a bad team. Yeah. Can Devin Booker, Devin Booker put up amazing stats on a team that wants to compete for the eighth seed? I think so. You do? I'd like to think so. I, I would like to think so, too. I think the year after this year, he will. I think this year, the pressure gets Not to him. Not this year, yeah. He's a 22-year-old. He's young. He's 22. He's young. But Coming off a hand injury. DeAndre Ayton's now here. DeAndre Ayton's That like, might help, though. It could. It or could, it could be, not. It could be a learning curve. Very true. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton's going to need to get the ball in the post. He's going to be a good player. Devin Booker works really well out of the pick and roll. And DeAndre Ayton's a, a solid picker. But d- d- maybe DeAndre, like, he, he had Tyson Chandler setting picks for him. So Devin Booker got to take the ball and do it off of that, right? Yeah. Now DeAndre Ayton wants the ball. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Is he going to have the same numbers or is assists going to go up? Keep in mind, he only averaged two and a half assists last year. This is true. Right? Like, so I'm not as hot as Devin Booker as I think a lot of people are. Yeah. I think there's a lot of variables to me. Very true. Anyone else? Good point. 
Um, I don't know. Those are kind of the two guys that are kind of sticking Stuck, up to stuck me out right to now. You. I guess it's like maybe like early second round, first round, late first round. I don't know if I'd be taking DeRozan in the late first round. There's better options. Same with Devin Booker. Yeah. But I feel like Devin Booker's definitely a second round pick. Devin Booker... Maybe later I, I than think, DeRozan. I think... I agree. I think Devin Booker will go in the second round, but I could justifiably make claims that Devin Booker's a third round pick for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like a late late to early third round. Late, yeah, late second like, to early yeah, third. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Late second to okay. third round pick. Yeah. Um... Just one more player that I think uh, is a little bit of a wild card for me, Dennis Schroeder. So I've had Dennis Schroeder the past two years. If he fits in with Westbrook and can become like an on-ball creator when when Westbrook sits, but also like an off-ball slasher shooter, because Schroeder's got unlimited athleticism as well too. If he can somehow find a way to play, just like the way that their contracts and minutes are going to be structured, they'll play about 10 to 15 minutes uh, a, a game yep. together. Yep. If Schroeder can somehow find a way to work off Westbrook like Paul George did, that OKC team becomes very dangerous. Plus the Dennis-Schroeder combination of just getting uncontested points becomes very intriguing for me. Yeah, he could be that guy. I could see that... him having six to eight points uncontested with West, Russell Westbrook on right, the court. Right, right. So then it becomes to the point where it's like everyone's got their eyes on Russell Westbrook and Paul George Dennis Schroeder kind of has the Cutting, one on one shooting yeah. in and it's like how long are you gonna you're not gonna put your best defender on Dennis Schroeder right yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. teams are gonna have to make that sacrifice because it's like alright if they start kind of shading right? Schroeder like, more then it's like alright well now we still got Westbrook and Paul George so Dennis Schroeder averaged I think it was like 17 and 7 last year yeah I, I'm gonna see a drop off from that but like a drop off of 13 and 4 no, a drop off to fifteen and five. Oh, absolutely. Better team with Omelo. Much better team. Though. <laughs> Much better team with Omelo. Um, so I think that's kind of all. Yeah. She wrote for uh, for yeah. the episode of Beers Mentor. Yeah, Dad, it looks like you got your wish. Yeah, uh, you we're probably sitting around an hour right about now. About an hour or so, right? Definitely. Yeah. Actually, enjoy your drive, buddy. Enjoy your drive. Yeah. Hey, Devontae Freeman's out for week two. That's that sucks. So Sorry to dampen that mood. Let's hope the Falcons Bro, won this game. I I feel free, man. It's that's that's a rough start. You've lost a lot of key players. Keanu and uh, some of your best. Deion Jones. That's not fun. That's not great. No. It's not great. But you know what? Maybe you won week two. And like you'll be listening to this Monday. No, no, no. The Falcons are going to beat the Panthers still. Yeah? You heard it here first. Beer's mandatory. Hot take. Maybe not, though. I, I don't know. I, I think you picked the Panthers. I think I picked the Panthers, too. <laughs> I like him. Uh, but hey, that's not Beer's like mandatory. It. Episode 21. 21. We're out. 21. We can legally drink in America. This episode of Beer's mandatory, of course. And also four years ago. Not that we could get into America. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't anymore. Yeah. Hey. Cheers. Carlson to the Sharks. Ugh. <laughs>